Hey, what's up, everyone? Just wanted to give a little intro before we do our Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, ranking and uh, kind of just talk about the films and have uh, a nice, fun episode. Um, you know, we started this podcast six years ago uh, in 2017 on the heels of George Romero passing in July of 2017 and then Toby passing just, you know, I think five or six weeks later uh, at the end of August in 2017. And here we are at the end of August now, um, six years later, and, uh, we've, uh, we've covered, you know, for the 45th anniversary in 2019 or whenever it was, um, for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, we talked Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, we had Kate Hodge on, um, we've done a bunch of, you know, the very, our very first episode was a tribute to George Romero, but our second episode was a tribute to, um, Toby and Toby's films. And we talked a lot about his films. Um, but this is a fun one. Um, and we keep it light and we just rank the films and we have fun, but I did want to say a few words about Toby and, and play a little clip of him, uh, speaking about, um, him making te- the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Cause that's obviously where all these films started. We're now, Nine films in. There's a new video game from the creators of the Friday the 13th game. It's out now. They've released the score from the video game out. Uh, you know, AEW, the Wrestling uh, Federation, had a Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match um, to promote the video game. So it's uh, still relevant to this day. And, you know, Toby's been gone for six years and his legacy lives on with this film and the namesake. Um, and all, and all these films, um, that have followed it, but, um, uh, he's just super important and I feel like, uh, he's, there's times where I feel like Toby might be overlooked because maybe he isn't as prolific as maybe George Romero or Carpenter or Wes. Um, but Toby is a huge part of American cinema period, not even just horror, but American horror, 100% Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre changed the landscape of horror films and, uh, so many endless films have been um, influenced by uh, what Toby did in 1974. I mean, on top of, you know, uh, other films that he did, like Eaten Alive and um, Salem's Lot and uh, Fun House and you know, just uh, Poltergeist, like all the films that he's he's done. Um, but, um, yeah, we love and admire and respect and, and cherish and celebrate Toby Hooper's life. And, uh, yeah, um, like I said, this episode is really fun. We just, we just bullshit and, and shoot the breeze and have fun and just rank our, our films and just rank the films and kind of talk about them a little bit. And it's a pretty laid back episode, but I did want to pop in here, um, and just state the importance of Toby. We have obviously we did a whole tribute episode as our second episode ever back in 2017, if you want to go back in the archives, but yeah, um, I thought it was just uh, important that we just bring that up right now. And uh, I did want to play a little bit of a little bit of audio from uh, an interview that uh, Toby did um, years ago uh, with the great Mick Garris. Um, but he on postmortem, but he um, he's just talking about what uh, he was meaning to do, what his goal was, his mindset was in creating uh, the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So. Gonna play a little bit of that audio, and then we'll we'll jump right into the episode. But R.I.P. Toby, you're loved, you're missed, your artwork is respected and celebrated to this day, and and your name and the name of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and all your films uh, live on because there's so many fans of your work, 
and uh yeah proud fans here at the hard guy media sight and sound uh podcast so uh with that said yeah uh here's a little bit of uh knowledge drop from toby a little insight a little wisdom from the master of horror himself and uh yeah enjoy the episode to to be as irreverent to break the rules uh to uh to be shocking and 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 daring dare to do things like uh like um I mean, an example is uh, uh, Sally, the girl. When she needs to get away, she'll get away. And if it means jumping through two plate glass windows at two different occasions in the film, you know, she would do that. And, uh, you know, I'd notice in films, they usually they do things once. Mm-hmm. They, and I just wanted to break the rules. And amp it up. And amp it up. I mean, if that's going to happen, that's, if that's the only way out, you do it. Just the title alone, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, is about as renegade as you can get. That could never have been a studio movie, even though the remake was. Was that intentional, to give it a title that would really shake things up? Go for the throat? Yeah, it was definitely going for the throat. I I mean, there was nothing. I mean, I I wanted to see a horror film that not only was a good film, but that, that gave me my money's worth of scare. And most films didn't i mean they didn't even begin to know the psych the psychological house of cards that you have to i mean it's a del it's a delicate thing the planting of information i mean we know that chainsaw has something to do with cannibalism but the word cannibalism is never used it's only inferred you, you can only assume that it wanted to, to for the audience to be able to um, piece the puzzle together without being told uh you know under executive supervision now we're told, you know, make sure they understand. And God forbid they think, but make sure they understand. Well, the inmates were running the asylum here. This feels like there's no parental control over this group of people who made this movie. The normal studio situation where you have executives and you have financiers and the like. This was made very independently, and it seems like it's the only way you could have made this film. No one knew that the director did not have, could not have final cut. Mm-hmm. No cuts were asked to be made. I've been talking to the to uh, the MPAA, asking them theoretic questions like, how, you know, how do I get a G rating, and and hang someone, hang a girl on a meat hook, <laughs> and uh, you know, and they would say you can't, and then and then finally they say, well, if you don't, if if you think this is what you see, can you get away with that? You know, if you don't see uh, penetration of the meat hook. We got the whole crew tonight. Sight and Sound Podcast presented by Heart Guy Media. We got Chong. We got BT. We got Eric. We got myself. We're doing a little Friday night, late night. Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise breakdown and ranking. This one's long overdue, guys. Don't you say? I'm surprised it is long overdue. We've never feel like we... Yeah, I feel like we always think about I got to think about if we had done it at some point. Is that bad? But yes, no, this is long overdue. And this is very exciting. Friday night, Chongbot had to set an alarm. We're ready to go. I didn't take a nap. Also, we've never done the Nightmare on Elm Street series. We've waited for that. So we're actually, we had, before we even covered, we did, we did talk Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the first one. We did the 45th anniversary discussion brian and i did and then we did 
Leatherface, Friday or Leatherface, Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Uh, no, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three, and we also had Kate Hodge on. For any listeners, we had Kate Hodge on the beginning of twenty twenty two, and uh, we covered Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three like that same week. So one of our few handful of guests, Miss Kate Hodge, was on the fucking podcast. That was a fun one, but um. But yeah, this is long overdue. I know we're all fans of the franchise. I'm interested to hear everyone's list. But if anybody let's let's go round table right now. And what was the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that you saw? Are we starting with me? We can. Why not? Okay. The first one I saw, although it wasn't from beginning to end, was The Next Generation. And I specifically remember seeing the scene where Heather is sitting on the porch, you know, and Leatherface is behind her playing with her hair. You mean Mankind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mankind. Um, Yeah. It might have even been, didn't it premiere on like HBO or something? It definitely did. Sure. It might have been around that time. It might have been the premiere. I have no idea. It was on one of those channels. So, yeah, Did we watch that together. I remember mom and dad being in the room. You were probably off hanging with Sean Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Is that his name? <laughs> no, Eric had just robbed a Carmen Electra Playboy from Nice and Easy, so he's in the bathroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> I never thought I never thought Sean Pluff's name would get mentioned on the pod, but shout out Sean Pluff if you're listening out there somewhere. Uh anyway. Sean, how about you? What was the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that you saw? I want to say probably Next Generation and then like the original one are pretty close, like side by side. Yeah. Uh, which one I saw first. Yeah, it's it's interesting with this franchise in specifically, I feel like even though the first one is so iconic, I I just feel like uh, it maybe wasn't the first one everyone saw just because it was a 70s movie. And you got two and three in Next Generation, like in the fucking like the the highest, you know, point of VHS tape uh, rentals and stuff like that. Those other three films were out and they were so uh, predominantly in movies. Uh, video stores that um, it's not shocking that the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre wasn't in there, even though I know it was. I don't know if I ever. I know this is we're getting sidetracked, and we're gonna get to what Eric and I's um first film Texas Chainsaw Massacre film was, but I feel like I didn't see the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the video stores growing up. I saw the second one, I saw the third one for sure, yeah, but I don't man, remember man. seeing. I don't remember seeing the OG like Video King or Sight and Sound. I feel they like the second one King. did they? The, the second one was definitely like I remember seeing a lot. Maybe it's because of the iconic, iconic cover. cover. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, dude. I'm telling maybe, you right now, maybe because of the iconic cover. We're gonna get into it, but like the third one, that cover is like my favorite artwork of the whole franchise. Yeah, it is. It's it's because it, yeah, it kind of separates and red. itself from all the other ones. And shout out Arma Hyloff, gonna be in fucking Vernon Downs this weekend. Maybe I need to swing out. <laughs> I know. We'll we'll talk about that another time. This, um, the sci-fi horror fest. But Eric, what uh, what was your first Texas Chainsaw Massacre film that you saw? 
yeah, so I think the, I mean, the the first one I saw like in full was actually the Next Generation as well. Like I said, I I have memories of seeing that, like me and Brian watching that at home, like on television. I had seen clips of the original film uh, before, but I, I think in full, uh, yeah, I think Next Generation, and then just like what everyone else said uh, so far, uh, Next Gen, and then the original in full after. So, but like you're right. I mean, it's just like a timing thing too. Like, what is Next Generation was what like ninety five? I'm ten years old, so it's like ninety four, wasn't it? Yeah, not, so exactly. So ninety four, ninety five. It's yeah. like you know, you're still super young. So yeah. Uh, first one I saw was 110% the third one. Remember it vividly. I remember, I don't remember exactly when seeing it, but it was 110% the first film that I saw. Cause I remember, I remember renting it and I can't remember like the time I'm thinking back of renting it. Cause I remember renting it. I remember renting it from sight and sound before video king took over as the the canastota's video store and i definitely rented it from there um but i remember because they had the um they had the poster in sight and sound and it wasn't like a new movie at that point like i don't think um but i remember the poster being in sight and sound and i was immediately drawn to that poster um I remember it vividly, and I remember the universe. They had a Universal po- uh, Soldier poster up there too. Um, I was immediately just drawn to both of those films. Um, and almost similar vibe in the in the in the uh, poster art for both of those. If anybody's curious, go look up the poster art for Universal Soldier. Um, but definitely the third one. Then I saw the second one. And then I saw the first one when I was younger, you know, I'm, I don't know how old I was young, but I was really bored watching the first one. Like hindsight now, it sounds crazy to say, and I know it's not the cool guy thing to, to say, but I was bored watching the first one at a younger age. Cause I liked the second one was so crazy and comedic. And the third one was just to me, super fucking creepy. And don't get me wrong. Like, yes, the first one is definitely like ne- like as time went on, like I greatly appreciated it and still do uh, an immense amount. But at the time, being a kid, I, I was way more about the second and third one. And then I remember seeing like you were saying, Brian, like I remember seeing Next Generation, like when it aired on HBO or, or whatever Cinemax. I, re- I remember that, too. I remember when that was I remember getting amped for a new, uh, you know, be it. Yeah. If it came out in 94, like probably saw it in 95, 96. Like I remember, I remember watching it and I, I feel remember. like it was on, it was on TV all the time. Oh, and probably sure. because of the cast maybe, but I just feel like I remember that like being on television a lot. Just Matthew McConaughey shoving that gun barrel in his mouth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, what's, I guess, you know, now that we've done that, I think it's important to kind of talk about like these films, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchises, just as relevant now as it's ever been. We just had their, a video game just came out. They've released a soundtrack for the video game score. Waxwork has. 
Uh, they just had uh-huh. a Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match in AEW <laughs> for a promotion. <laughs> and even though it was goofy and they had like, you know, just some some jobber come out dressed as Leatherface swinging the chainsaw <laughs> at the end of the match. And Jeff it Jarrett been, the match of all people. Should have been Timmy. They should have got Timmy for oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bread Truck Massacre. Um, but <laughs> but uh as goofy as that was, it was cool that uh, AEW actually, for all the sponsorship money they got, the $100,000 they got to do the promo spot for that Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, calling it Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match or whatever. They actually donated all that money to um, the Hawaii wildfires, the Maui wildfires or whatever. So I thought that was cool. Um, That's pretty sick. But. Yeah, it's and we had a just had a new movie last year that came out to Netflix. They br- brilliantly and just so innovative. They had such a witty, amazing title for it. Just calling it Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> After fucking, there's been what? There's now what? Three movies with tech that's either Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, it's the new thing. I mean, there's four. There's the original. There's the original. There's the remake. There's Texas Chainsaw 3D, or just Texas Chainsaw, and now there's fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Fucking brilliant, fucking overpaid, fucking clowns in these fucking studio systems that need their fucking gums pissed on. I'm guessing it's like a marketing thing, right? Like they're like, you know what? Like they're thinking about names. And you're like, well, why muddy it? Let's just call it Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Or Massacre. then, you know what? They should do a sequel to that one and then actually call it Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Motherfucking Seven or whatever it's going to be. Because do what Scream did, where they just, oh, Scream Five's just going to be Scream. Just going to be Scream. But <laughs> when we do Six, now we're actually going to call it Six. Because, you know, that's not going to confuse fucking anyone, you fucking nimrodded cocksuckers. As you can tell, Jesse's he's not very passionate about these movie titles. They're fucking stupid. It's, it's so fucking <laughs> dumb. Fucking stupid horseshit fucking stupidity. Fucking these <laughs> Starbucks sipping fucking khaki wearing fucking goddamn L.A. dipshit fuck faces. Making yeah, fucking calls real- on my horror movies. I like Starbucks. What were we gonna say, Brian? Nothing. It was a joke. It wouldn't be funny now. I like to hear it. No, you interrupted your brother, Eric. So good job. Also, I'll tell you later. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say because you were talking about the titles and how stupid they are. I was gonna say that's the real reason everyone's on strike. It wouldn't have been funny in the moment either. Yeah, that (laughs) was. It's just a writer's trick on movie titles. Yeah. Scream. It's not Scream. Like, let us put numbers on titles again and we'll, yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, well, fuck, boys. Let's dive into the fucking rankings. Who wants to do the uh, honors of being the first one to rank your, or should we do round robin? I like round robin. I think we should, yeah, I don't think we got to elaborate on every single film. I think we should just fire through and and however you see fit. We could all name one. We could all name a couple. Let's, uh, well, let's do round robin then. There's nine films. What's everyone's nine? Start with you, Sean. 
My least favorite was that bullshit fucking prequel Leatherface. Ooh. Okay. Absolute dog shit. Not to be confused with Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. <laughs> no, that movie's the go. That prequel? No. Mine is actually the same. So, 20, Leatherface, 2017. Wow, all right. Brian? I'm going to say the prequel, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. Me and Brian are simpatico on that. I got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, as my least favorite as well. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. It's just like they made the same movie, but they're like, oh, we're going to show Leatherface coming out of his mom first. (laughs) And. You know, this is how the sheriff became the sheriff. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to know. <laughs> Stop telling me things. Uh, and Leatherface hides in the backseat of cars now. Until he's very, very gets like a mile down the road. And then he's like, ah, surprise. So then he can I was quiet in the backseat the whole time. I, didn't, <laughs> I resisted starting the chainsaw. He just wanted to go for a walk back home after he killed her. <sighs> All right. All right. All so right. We got two. We got two for the least favorite film. We got two for Leatherface, the prequel from 2017. And we got me and BT with the beginning from, what is that, 2006? 2005? Hell yeah. Yep. All right. Number eight, Sean. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Texas What are you on fucking dial up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Why? Uh, you should have heard your fucking voice fucking drifting off like it's fucking Ripley in fucking space. What did you say though? I didn't even hear. Yeah, I didn't hear. Oh, it. I said Texas. I said Texas Chainsaw 3D. Nice, nice. Mine number eight would be <laughs> the beginning. 2006. Number eight. BT, number eight. Oh, mine would be Leatherface 2017. Mine as well, Leatherface 2017. We traded off there. I like it. It's just, you know, both of the ones I mentioned, and I'm just going to say this now, almost everything on my list, the way I ranked it, it's like, and the way I feel about these movies, it's like totally different from when I first watched it. Like, out of all the franchises, the these ones have either you know, gotten better with age or gotten worse with age for me personally. Yep. yep. Right. Right. Oh, I Number got seven, I like Sean. It. I'm going to go with uh, the newest one from last year. Sean, what the <laughs> fuck are you <laughs> doing? Sean hopped up on painkillers. That movie still sucked. I'm trying to hear a word you said. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you fucking oh, shut no. up? What are you on? A, <laughs> you want a fucking LG chocolate phone right now? <laughs> now I'm on iPhone 10. Oh my god. An iPhone 10? How fucking old yeah. are those? I had this phone. I lived in Tip Hill, so maybe five years? Three? Get a new phone, you cheap bastard. Get a fucking new phone. The listeners can listen. To this. This they're going to be okay with us. Fucking... 
Obviously, <laughs> it's going good. It's going fucking great. Every you time he goes to say, every time he goes to say something of importance, he fucking drifts <laughs> off into space. You got fucking. You sound like Voorhees fucking drowning. Fucking. Wait. So, what was your number seven? Because we still didn't hear it. <laughs> one part eight. Oh, I said the uh, newest one from 2022. Perfect. Right. That is uh, following suit. That is my number seven as well. 2022. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Netflix. My number seven. That is also my number seven. My number seven as well. Oh, shit. Oh. Devil Four yeah. Away. Brian, we have the same exact list so far. I know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to change, I think. But maybe not. <laughs> we shall see. What indeed, Henry? Yeah. What indeed? Sean, maybe you could stay with us while you tell us your number six. Uh, I'm coming back down to earth. Uh, I'm going to say Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. All right. Okay. Eric. That was number six, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine is, uh, is, um, this one, you know, this is where my list started to get like a little bit because there's so many I could go back and forth on. But I'm going to throw it. Mine, mine's 3D. Mine's a uh, 3D at number six. Uh, Texas I flirted Chainsaw. with the idea. Texas Chainsaw 2013, Texas Chainsaw 3D, Texas Chainsaw, whatever you want to call it. Alexa Daddario. Daddario. Dialed. BT? Uh, what? Your number six, motherfucker. Mine is the critically acclaimed 2003 remake. Nice. Nice. I I went back and forth between my six and my five. I'm going next generation as my as my number six. Next generation, number six. I like it. See, that's this is where I like started in the list where it started to get like a little more um it was a little bit tougher to rank, I felt like. Possibly, we'll see. Sean, you out of Saddam's fucking spider hole enough to fucking tell us what your pick is? Yeah, I'm crawling out. Um, we'll say Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, number five. Oh, 03 remake, number five. I feel like everyone was in love with that shit when it came out, though. When it came out on DVD, I watched that fucking thing and all the special features so much. Dude, it was a good time seeing it in theaters as well. I didn't go to theaters to see it. I missed it in theaters. I remember because right. I remember because I was 15 at the time, and that's when they implemented the fucking R rating shit in 03. Fucking, they wouldn't let you fucking in without a fucking adult. Good thing I was friends with John Peters. Air guitar. You just told him that. You just told him that Sean. You just told him that Sean was the actor. You you told him Sean was one of the actors. They let you in for free. This said, is Bob right here. He said, "John, if you bring me, I'll buy you that new head PE CD." <laughs> <laughs> all right so you you, you want the new five, circus Sean? magazine after this movie john hit parader <laughs> you can have all my ball chain necklaces bro <laughs> all right so what's your number, number five, five sean oh, oh me yeah sean gave it those yeah, three remakes sean all right everyone who's listening i hope you're following along you haven't stopped yet this is how we talk my number five, this is, you know, even though it's technically the first one I saw, I'm giving Next Generation my the number five treatment. Number five. Middle right. of the pack. Middle of the pack for me. 
obviously nostalgia because it was uh, early on. Me, D, me, BT, Patty, and Chris eating popcorn, watching a nice family flick together. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, you were there. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're a dick, huh? No, no. I will say when I remember watching that scene, I think it was like we were about to leave to go somewhere or something. Nice and easy. It's still that Playboy. Yeah. I don't know where we're about to go get Eric's Playboy together. Anyway, (laughs) it might not have been the time when mom and dad were there, but we knew definitely watched it on the boob tube. Yeah, I believe it. All right. It's your number five, Brian. Okay. Um, My number five. Mm I switched around with my number four a couple of times. My number five is Texas Chainsaw 3D. 3D! 3D, all right. A.K.A. Texas Chainsaw. My number five is the 03 remake. Nice. Classic. Classic. Yep. Jessica B. Yeah, a lot of... A lot of interesting uh, females. And by interesting, I mean, hello. Uh, (laughs) Hottest person in any of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, Matthew McConaughey or Jason Derulo. Or Arlie Ermey. Jason Derulo was not in Texas Chainsaw 3D, you racist. That was Trey Songs. Oh my what, bad. <laughs> what about the kid with the what about the kid with the big nose that ate the brownie off Denise Fleming's head? <laughs> yeah, that fucking kid from Carefully <laughs> Yeah. What was his name? What's that actor's name? I fucking Eric, Eric Belfour. Yeah, Eric Belfour. <laughs> He played he Jesse in the first episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Of course, number, his name was Jesse. Number four, Sean. Number four. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation. Wow. Next generation coming in the top fucking four. Holy shit. I Eric? like this movie. It's really fucking stupid, but it's really enjoyable. Yeah, it's yeah. more enjoyable as oh. years go on. It gets more and more enjoyable, but... Sean, and you're a huge Renee Zellweger fan. Oh, huge fan. Wait, can we talk about real quick, since we're talking about Next Generation, that there was amazing fucking Scream Factory artwork with Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger and their fucking agents fucking blackballed that shit out of that and wouldn't allow that release? (laughs) Just another fucking stain on fucking horror history of fucking these actors and actresses not wanting to be a part of their roots. Can we? Can someone find that fucking artwork? Because I would love to see that again. Because I haven't seen it. I remember it got posted for like two days and they got taken down. I could have sworn I saw like an interview with Renee Zellweger where she was asked about it and she said she had fun making it. She didn't seem like like bitchy about it at all. So I, I feel think... like it's more like their managers or whatever than it is them. I'm sure it is. You don't turn your back on you don't turn your back on horror on this podcast. We'll never you'll never come back from it. Nope. Unless you're forgiven and fucking all your fucking transgressions are fucking overlooked like Jimmy Lee Curtis. Um, I mean I made what's your number four, Eric? Fuck you. You <laughs> mock me. I'm number not fucking four. mocking. 2003's Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Jessica Biel, 
Jesse, a.k.a. Eric Balfour. Big fan. Big fan. Nice. Thought it was one of the better remakes that has been done, to be honest with you. It was, but I, f- I feel like it hasn't held up. No? Really? I don't know. I think it's... I, I love it. When in it... The grand, if you look in the grand scheme of like the big, the big heavy hitter films that have had remakes, I think it's one of the better ones. I think it was for so, a while, but I watched it like a year and a half ago or so, and it just didn't hold up for me the way I thought it would. I'll That's say, a question. I think it's extremely. I think it's well made. It looks great. Great cast. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just there's nothing about it that makes me want to go back to it, just personally. Yeah. All right, but that being said, and not to get on a whole side thing, yes, and I, you know, I understand what you're saying because it's a remake of again of it's the cards are already stacked against the film. After we get done with this little list, with this list, I have a question for all of you that I'm going to ask because it's just you know. All right, but I just said I loved it when I was a little younger, but as I've grown, I don't think it's held up as much. So. I know that. I'm down with your card stacked against the fucking movie thing. I'm I'm saying any movie that comes, any remake that comes out already, in my opinion, has the cards like they're, it's a negative. I think like you're, you're, it's an uphill battle for that film. Well, yes, of course. But Brian, what's your number four? (laughs) Snubbed. The next generation. Next generation. And I say, yep. If you can watch the, uh, is it a director's cut or is it just like a work print or whatever on the Blu-ray? It's like a work print, yeah. I think that has some extra stuff in it that really makes it better, like fleshes it out a little more, makes a little more sense. Yeah. I'll just throw that out there. Yeah, I watched that and it definitely, I mean, I understand you got to cut scenes, but especially after someone watched that, I'm sure like. They didn't give a fuck what was cut. They're like, just cut this fucking thing down. It's going <laughs> yeah. to fucking, it's going to fucking HBO. My number four is Texas Chainsaw 2013, aka Texas Chainsaw 3D. Hell yeah. I like this one a lot. I had a lot of fun with it. I thought the fucking three cringy lines in it were fucking amazing, and they fucking popped me in theater. <laughs> do your uh, thing, cuz. Do your thing, cuz. <laughs> that was that was much worse than the girl that's not from Texas saying, "Welcome to Texas, motherfucker." I know. I actually really think that I want to go to Texas now and just walk up to a native Texan. Hey, and welcome say to that. Texas, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh I like the high ranking for 3D. I like that. I I, I, I had it's, listen. It's a great movie. I went and saw it in theater. I had so much fun. It was a fucking January. I went and saw it. I remember just being pumped on it. Um, because I couldn't tell the timeline. AD was fucking smoking a pope, smoking like a pope. Um, <laughs> and yeah, um. I had fun with that one. I like to think yeah. it, there's some weird multiverse thing going on with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. And in that one, <laughs> a baby from 1973 can be 25, 40 years later. Just, you know, 
It's I an think, alternate universe. I think we should. Uh, they do that with those stupid fucking comic movies. Let's just have a multi-universe where Ari Mahailov goes against fucking. Oh wait, the what's the guy's name? Something Jacks that that played the mankind Leatherface in Next Gen. He died, didn't he? Yeah, he's dead. Is his name Jared Jacks? Rest in peace, Robert Jacks. You were, I Robert think, you were Jax. right the first time. Yeah. Um. But anyway, let's get in the top three. The top three. The big dogs. The holy triumvirate. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, <laughs> fucking talk with the dial-up shit. Get out of this damn rabbit hole. Look, his fucking face is moving all slow. <laughs> Sean, talk. I'm talking, dog. Can you hear me? Can you no your mouth isn't moving though. You gotta climb My out mouth of is the, moving. You gotta climb out of your fucking goddamn manliest fucking who was that guy that kept all who was the guy that before. kept all the girls in manliest and had a little had a little friggin' sex dungeon? Easy. We don't I even know that was a thing. Jamowski? Yeah, something like that. That guy fuck that guy. What the fuck? All right, Sean's got his fucking what? kimono wrapped around his fucking his fucking goddamn head right now. What what is your number three, Sean? My number three is Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. There you go, Jesus Christ! What you, what was your phone? Is your phone hanging phone? from? A, was it tied to a fucking bat that's flying on the ceiling? <laughs> no, I'm just hanging out to it. Oh, all right. Well, we got Sean's number three. It's number three, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre three from 1990. Eric, talk. I won't be bullied on this podcast. Oh, my God. Um, Don't. Mine is the same. Going chalk. Let it face. Exit Chainsaw Mask at number three. All right. Mahalo. Hell yeah, Brian. The saw is Chongley. Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Right here, too. I love this film. Honestly, this film could have easily been in the two spot for me. Um, I fucking love this movie. It is so fucking good. We'll talk. We'll talk more as for we wrap this up. But obviously, we've potted on it. We've had Kate Hodge on. Uh, but let's go those number twos. I have a feeling I know exactly what everyone's number two and one is. So, Sean, number two. Number two, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wow. Was not expecting uh, this. Yeah, same. I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean, again, mine's just really like when I say chalk, it's chalk. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two is my number two. Brian, the next generation. No, you haven't. You already said. Next <laughs> I just. Generation. I just wanted to be unpredictable for a second. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. And you. And Same. You? Te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Another Ooh. one. It could easily... I feel like this one could have been in the one spot for me. Could have been the three spot. Um, But here we are. So we already know everyone's number one. Sean's number one is Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. And the rest of ours is the original. Maybe we should all say it. Sean, what's your number one? Ah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Texas Chainsaw Massacre no the next generation. <laughs> the original for me as well. Um, yes, Sean. What is your thinking behind 
putting two is one. I mean, I get it because it's fucking hilarious and it's a perfect yeah. movie. But it's completely exactly. different from the original. I just love the campiness of it, you know. The comedic shit. So you hate the original. I don't hate the original. <laughs> I have the poster autograph right over here. Oh, yeah, but that's not your favorite. You fucking liar. I'm sorry. Yeah. I wish you respect it. I do. I do. I love the second one. I love the second one. I love the first three films so much. Uh, The second one is fucking highly enjoyable. It's so rewatchable. The commentary on it is fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I do. What were you going to say, Eric, about the remake, about remakes that you had to make this big preamble for? I didn't make a big preamble. Stop bullying me. We stand up to bullies on the heart on this podcast. We stand up. We don't fight with bullies. We don't like bullies. Um, I just had, like, I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 is one of the better remakes. And I just wanted to know what. Of the big franchise remakes, like the big, like, would you put above it? I'm just curious. It has to be the big franchise remakes? Any horror remake, I guess. Night of Living Dead 90 fucking smokes them all. All right. I didn't say it didn't. I'm just, I'm asking, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know, like, which ones are, are that people hold, you hold in high regard. I know Dead 90. Yes, I know. But what, anything else? Rob Zombie's Halloween. That I hold in high regard? Yeah, like when you think of like when someone's like, "Oh, like what are your some of your favorite horror remakes that you think were done well or you liked?" Like, what are they? Dead ninety, the thing, the thing, thing doesn't count. Why does the thing not count? I just don't think it should count. It's a remake of the thing from another world. It's kind of a remake, yes. The fly. The fly is a great remake. I want to say The Fly, but I feel like I can't because I haven't seen the original. Does that make sense? The original's you should pick up pick up that box set, um, the Fly collection box set that Scream did. That's a good collection. Okay, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the seventies version, and I would also say Body Snatchers ninety three. Even yeah, I Uh, love Body Snatchers. I love the Suspiria remake, a more recent one. I never watched I hated that movie. Why did you hate it? Ah, uh, that was fucking boring. Because it's all it was mostly females and Sean fucking <laughs> sexy. But no, it's like true. a. It's a tough. It was tough the first time I watched it. So I I wasn't. You have to be. You have to know what you're getting yourself into. I feel you. I feel you. I'm trying to think if there is any other good remakes. But yeah, it was just just a question I had. I didn't want to what get I attacked. Wanna... You, Texas you literally weren't attacked. You... I feel Rob like there's a lot. There's the other remake. Are... Are people interrupting me or am I hearing things? It's Sean, but he fucking sounds like he's on fucking Planet <laughs> Nine because of this fucking five-year-old phone and this fucking goddamn around-the-corner fucking Big M fucking internet he's got. All right, Sean, what are you saying? I got Spectrum, dog. <laughs> I just got rid of Spectrum, actually. Thankfully. Good for you. I, fucking, I can't get rid of it here. Fucking hate Spectrum. He was saying Rob Zombie's Halloween, and he's he's acting like it's a joke, but it's not a motherfucking joke. He's got Rob he's Zombie fucking... Spectrum. That's the thing. That's what I'll get about Sean. 
He fucking hates the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but has the poster. The <laughs> <laughs> he fucking loves. What's your favorite Halloween film, Sean? What's my all-time favorite? Halloween yeah. 2. So Halloween 2 is your favorite one, but Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 or the original? No, the original movie? Halloween 2. But you have the fucking remake tattooed on your arm. You don't make no yeah. sense. I got tattoo on Michael Myers. Either way. It's my showing my love to the franchise. He's got the Jack Earl Haley fucking Freddy Krueger tattooed <laughs> on his back. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but also, Sean, do you like the Misfits or Danzig more? 50 50. <laughs> <laughs> no, you want to say Misfits and you got a Danzig tattoo. We were almost about to get that silent smile. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being like, what's your favorite food? Pizza. What do you eat every day? Hot dogs. <laughs> BT's getting so pissed right now. Why? I don't know. You tell us. I'm not pissed. Well, Eric's the one. I didn't know, Eric, you felt so strongly about this fucking remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We got to build over said, a fucking Dead 90. Fucking. I didn't say that. I was just. You, you, you implied I just, it. I didn't even imply it. I just thought it was one of the better remakes. It was at the time, but I think, but I think as times went on, it doesn't hold up the way it did. But you didn't so name any other ones that have come out that you thought were better besides Dead 90. I think the Friday Thirteenth three makes better than the Texas Chainsaw Massacre one. Mm. Fair. What I was gonna Fair. say is that I didn't realize even how popular the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake was. Like in terms of, there are so many people who think it's better than the original. I've seen but that I mean, before. Yeah, that's yeah. This is going off what I see online. Like I've read. Someone needs about, to get like, paintbrushed remakes like what are some of the best remakes and a lot of people say texas chainsaw massacre and mention that they believe it's better than the original it's Same not better with, than the original but it is one of the well it is, yeah it is really i'm good. not saying you i'm not saying i think you. i think darcy has said that too and really? darcy joe bob darcy the male girl oh okay yes. but joe bob has fucking crucified her for fucking saying that because joe bob reveres sex chainsaw massacre is the greatest horror film of all time and, and he's probably not wrong Evil Dead is another one I see a lot of people love and a lot of people think is better than the original. Yeah, that's the one I see a lot, too. I mean, I thought that was good. It's a low bar I... to clear anyway. And, and that's, that's not, another one. Like, that's I not just, true. I can't that's really get into it. That's not true. That's not true. Get out of here with your Evil Dead hate. I get think Evil Dead 2 is super fun. I think Arby and Darkness is good, but I think the original Evil Dead is a low bar to clear. <laughs> all right. I mean, yeah, right. opinions, opinions. Okay, opinions, facts, all the same. What do you guys think of the? Uh, and this is a serious question. Don't laugh at me. What do you guys think of the Hills Have Eyes remake? Because I, I liked, liked it. it. I liked yeah, it. Really I thought good. it was cool. I thought that. I remember we saw that at the palace. I think it relied in BT because I think Sean and BT. I think we saw that in theaters together. Did we not? Yeah, was it the um, palace? He was off there too. Oh, yeah, we also saw it at the palace, didn't we? No, me should... and you, Eric, saw it at the palace with the original. That was like a pre. That was before it got a wide release, even. That was when Barryman I... was there, right? Yeah. yeah, and I wasn't there with you guys. Uh, I think it was Jesse, Sean, 
Becky and Katie. Yep. Uh, yep. Okay. I left and my. Then eight, I said, Katie asked Jesse if she he wanted a piece of chicken. Yeah, I left my. Wait, wait. Uh, so you were we were there separately? No, no. We went and saw it in regular theaters. You guys oh, went and saw gotcha. it at the Palace. But that was the night I had left my 18 Visions gloves, my little knit gloves. Fucking, I left in Taco Bell, never to see fuck. again. Oh fuck! Have you, have you asked if they have them? They might still have them <laughs> in a box. I wish they did, but John I'm Peters probably took them and probably cut yeah. them off and turned them into fucking Marv from Home Alone gloves. He's got your bleeding through hoodie too. That one still gets me. Oh yeah, That's I never great. got to say since you know the conversation just turned into a whole big thing and i understand but the hills have eyes since the first time i saw it was back to back with the original mm-hmm. what are you mocking me no with your face oh i okay. was i was mock i was voicing <laughs> the hills have eyes song from acacia's train oh, okay yeah so watching it back to back with the original it didn't do that well for me but when i rewatched it I for some reason like fell in love with it and watched it. I watched it a lot, like on TV or DVD or whatever. It's it's good, but two thousand six seven. But I definitely prefer like the the grittiness of the original. Same, same. Well, yeah, it's it doesn't. It's nowhere near as good as the original. But how but great? Like... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna um... say the remake, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the cinematography and the casting. They got all of it right. It's a beautiful movie, but I, I like do, the original better. I do think it's funny. Um, whose films have been remade the most in horror? It's got to be Wes, right? Wes had like three in a five-year span. Hills Have Eyes, uh, Last House, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Toby That's a good question. George, George has had his movies remade twice. Twice? Yeah, I mean, you can count Creep Show, I guess. Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Oh, so three Creep Show, if you want to count that, four Creep Show got re or are you talking about the TV show into a show? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of not, I guess so. George's had three, Wes has had three. Well, let's think, and then let's think about Carp. Carp's had what Halloween, Halloween, Assault and Precinct 13, Assault and Precinct 13. The fog. The fog. The fog. The fog, <laughs> the fog <laughs> With Boy on the soundtrack. Oh, um, my God. And then what about, and Toby's just had Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Uh, Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Yeah. Um, is that it for Carp, really? Yeah, I think so. For now. I mean, there's for been now. lots yeah. of remakes for all of the above that were like in development, but it haven't happened. Right. True. I'm surprised they hasn't, they haven't remade. They live soon. Well, they were supposed to remake big trouble in little China with the rock playing Jack Burton. I remember hearing that for a long yeah, time. Yeah. That pissed me off so bad. Why? <laughs> because I fucking love big trouble in little China. You can't fucking remake that with the rock. Get out of here. I thought you liked The Rock. Dude, he's the people's champ. Do I like The Rock? I guess. I don't want to see him fucking re... I don't want to see him as Jack Burton fucking remaking goddamn Big Trouble in Little China. Well, sorry. You Make you would like movie. to see that? 
No, I'm just saying I'm not against it. Like, it's not going to affect me or the original film if The Rock plays Jack Burton in a fucking remake. Maybe it'll get more eyes on it. Would he be playing Jack Burton or would he make, like, his own character? He play Lopin. (laughs) (laughs) I actually am going to put my name in the hat to play Lopin. A a fat blonde fucking. But I will talk in my James Hong. Yeah, you do a James Hong impression that's pretty spot on, so maybe. Would I get canceled? You know that, like, redhead journalist chick that's kind of in it, but she's like not the main character but yeah not right. Kim Cattrall yeah I want to be like a male version of that character here we go we got it we got to set Let's should we just it. do it we'll just do it we'll do it yeah well, no we got to call the rock see if he's on board and then <laughs> oh, Sean, you, know, you call Dwayne or what um I'm calling Sean, are Dwayne? you fucking there what I'm right here brother bear <laughs> Well, you just hit you with the fucking brother bear. What is everyone's final thoughts on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre films? Anything to add? Is there a more eclectic uh, group of films? In a, well, I, I guess. I, I just, I guess you could say the same thing with like a Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Kind of where like it gets goofy. Yeah, but these <laughs> are like, we're talking, if you're talking a, an eclectic bunch of films that make up a franchise. Text Chainsaw Massacre has got to be at the top. I'd actually throw Leprechaun in there because he's went to space <laughs> and been in the hood, and he's went back to the hood. <laughs> been in the hood twice. <laughs> Vegas, even. They literally made a fucking Leprechaun, a fucking urban gangster Leprechaun film, and it was so, they had so much fun, and they think it was such a brilliant idea. They're like, why don't we do Leprechaun back to the hood? Fucking genius, man. He's a sick rapper, too. And they tried to do Candyman versus Leprechaun. Oh, my God. The film that would have been so did. interesting to see. Like, of course, what? Tony Todd, like, didn't want to do that, but Where's I, the I lepre- wish he did. Where's the Leprechaun? <laughs> Has anyone seen the Snoop Dogg horror movie Bones? I think I've watched it once. Yeah. Has anyone seen it. Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror? No. no. <laughs> I don't even know if I've seen it. Bones. Snoop Dogg is uh, put, throwing his hat in the horror realm with Bones and apparently whatever you just said. Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror. It's like an yeah. anthology. Did, didn't he have a cameo or was that Coolio? Oh, God. And in Leprechaun of the Hood. Was it Coolio? It maybe was Ice Coolio. Ice T's in it, right? Yeah, Ice T smoke weed with fucking Warwick Davis. Yeah, but there's like a rapper that shows up, uh, like for one scene. I'm looking it up right now. Maybe it was Coolio. Can Rest we re- can we do a commentary on Leprechaun in the Hood and Leprechaun <laughs> Back to the Hood? <laughs> of course, <laughs> we can. Can we, can we do the whole series like we did just now? Yeah, we already did that, didn't we? We already ranked the Leprechaun films, remember? No. Yeah, you guys, you guys yeah, did, yeah. That, that, that episode exists. If you can get, much... of course, as soon as they did a Leprechaun, an, an urban gangster Leprechaun movie, 
they had to say they're like oh, we gotta work in a weed joke with a leprechaun <laughs> oh, yeah. they're like what can he rhyme a friend with weed is a friend indeed <laughs> <laughs> it was it was cool coolio was in leprechaun in the hood yeah. was fucking coolio r.i.p coolio all right rest in peace coolio hornswoggle played leprechaun right Hornswoggle yeah. played yeah. Leprechaun in fucking Leprechaun Origins where they didn't even show his face all but once and it was like a CGI'd fucking mess. I love when we get off in the weeds on these tangents. This is what I live <laughs> for. I'm being serious. I love I love it. Yep. Me too. I didn't mean to... we, Whatever. I wanna make sure I want someone to create an intro for us and I want them to put like the most like random shit that we've talked about in here. Like the me doing the friend a friend with weed is a friend indeed fucking <laughs> gimmick fucking Sean talking in his drowning voice <laughs> Sean just going I don't hate the original <laughs> all right well this is just about do it for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre I, I have a breakdown and ranking yes talk I, I would like you guys to because I didn't get to meet him but I would like you guys to explain your interactions with Gunner. Yeah, Gunner was was great. Uh, if I recall, Sean, Brian, and I met Tom Atkins, and then we met Gunner. The second was the second person yeah. we ever met at a convention. Yeah, I was gonna say Gunner like, gave us like 15, 20 minutes to fucking talk to him. Yeah, yeah he he was really nice, gracious with his time. He was five. that was in the glory days of the cons where you could do shit like that. Now it's fucking. In and out, give me fucking sixty bucks. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah, exactly. He asked if someone could break a one hundred for him, so I broke a one hundred for him, and That's that right. gave me this. It made me feel good. I I was did like, he... I've made it. Did you get him break... coffee? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you get coffee, Brian? I forgot. Yeah, you gotta you tell. Coffee. You gotta tell that story. Was it Jennifer Rubin, right? Yes, Jennifer Rubin of Dream Warriors fame. She, it's not like I paid for it. <laughs> I know. Like, hey, you fucking nerd, go get me a cup of Joe. Did you spit if in it? If she had said that, I would have gotten it faster. Did you spit in it? No. Just wondering. No, I. I wiped seen... a booger on the rim. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know how I could have said no. Taste the bug like, of flavor. She gave me her own money. <laughs> yeah, but listen, it would have been the fucking biggest king move if you just fucking never showed back up. If you, you would have took... actually, if you would have filmed you just wiping a booger on the rim of the fucking thing and then giving it to her, you should have just. Bought one with her own money and drank it and then gave her the empty cup. <laughs> Your own fucking coffee. Shout out Jennifer yeah. Rubin. We know shout, out Je- shout out Jennifer Rubin fucking we with know- your fucking duct tape holding your sign up. She's, can Sean Clark help her out? Can she represent her so we can get she can get a decent backdrop so she's not fucking up there putting the fucking turtle tape up? That's um, what we need. I also got to meet Marilyn Burns. Uh, she was cool. She was a sweetheart. R.I.P. Unfortunately, did not meet her. On a side note, we should talk about funny con stuff that ha- we've gone to enough conventions where we could have a podcast about fucking hilarious shit we've had that happened at cons. Yeah, Brian felt Brian felt like a million dollars fucking meeting Gunnar Hansen and breaking a hundred dollars for him. 
only for a year later to be fucking admonished by fucking Malcolm McDowell and fucking treated like a fucking nothing after a piece of shit. We, we could do a whole podcast about my awkward meetings. Like, either they were awkward because Malcolm McDowell was an asshole to me, or they were awkward because I was a fucking weirdo. Yeah, there was a... I'm trying to think. I haven't had I haven't had like one of those interactions where I left and I was just like this fucking cocksucker. Like I haven't I haven't had that thankfully. Well, you're blessed. Actually, well, I will say Alex Winter he j- he was nice enough, but he just seemed like he literally could not give a fuck. Yeah, I don't think I've ever I'm in the same boat. I don't think I've ever had like someone where I was like, man, like they were fucking brutal. But there's definitely been people who like Yeah, you could tell they like necessarily they kind of don't care. Yeah. The two uh the two people that I thought were going to be at the last con that I met, obviously uh Jason Patrick and Kiefer Sutherland, the two guys that I thought maybe would have been super short were actually pretty engaging and really nice. That's sweet. Yeah. Wasn't bad. Was not bad. Um, yeah. What do we got coming up? We got a bunch of shit coming up. Um, I'd like to do a 1985 draft because there's so many movies from 1985. That will be a fun fucking draft to do. That will be a yeah, lot of fun. Should, I mean that that that'll be like the fucking yeah. That'll be a sick. I mean that's and it's a... not even limited to horror. It doesn't even have to just be limited to horror because there's so many movies of all genres from 1985. I got a list right now of potential picks that I would have that I would pick, and it's like twenty movies that I'm like I have to get the I have to pick this. I think we have to limit it to horror. Really? What the fuck? I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to. Well, maybe we do a horror a 1985 horror draft and then 1985 non horror draft. I'm down. I'm down for it all. You know that. We got a lot of stuff. What else we got coming up? Uh, we got top albums of 2003, Creep Show 2, Swamp Thing, Stand By Me. October, we got Cujo, The Dark Half, Halloween 4 and 5. Oof. Bangers, bangers. Yeah, we were, supposed to is... do, we were supposed to do Dark Half last year, and Eric fucking bailed on me. I think I asked to reschedule till the next day or something, and then just tell me to go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> something like that I think if I had to I fucking watched that movie I took all my fucking notes and fucking watch, listen to the commentary it was so fucking prepped and pumped we're talking about Dark Half Eric's like yeah can't do it tonight Go yeah and then yourself. I think you didn't tell me that we weren't doing it and then I texted you about it you're like it's not happening Eric's a piece of shit <laughs> well we're gonna do it now so yeah that we will Stephen King 90s adaptation month. Well, actually, it won't be 90s because we're doing the Cujo, but Stephen um, King adaptation month. We're going to delve into uh, some of Carpenter's musical endeavors, too, right? You want to do that? Yeah, we're going to cover Carp's uh, music career, a couple of his releases, all that fun stuff. Actually, now that we got you guys here and we're just fucking spitcocking, um, how about... How does everyone feel about upcoming releases this year? Is everyone excited for Exorcist Believer, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines? Yeah, I mean, I never excited. released a trailer yet for Pet Cemetery Bloodline. No trailer yet. Comes out in like a little over a month though. Comes out October sixth. So 
coming up. You got to think that they're not even, uh, uh, they would have dropped someone by now. They're going they to. They're, they will. They will. Yeah. I'm excited. I think The Exorcist looks kind of cool. I, I like it's like the same. Obviously, David Gordon Green is like kind of the same vibe as, as, as Halloween, where it's like kind of a direct sequel from to the original. I think it looks yep. kind of cool. Do you think he could do a direct sequel to Leprechaun Back to the Hood? (laughs) Never left the hood. Leprechaun never (laughs) left the hood, I think. And they they film it on Ball Ave in Canastota. (laughs) Ball (laughs) Ave. Yeah, what else? I mean, did we talk about the last uh, voyage of the Demeter? Did we already talk about that? Did everyone see that? I didn't get that yet. Yeah, we talked about it, Eric. I forgot. I was going to go. I was going to go last night, but I decided against it. Sean, you want to go with me? Yeah, pick a day, dog. Come on, brother bear, pick a day. Okay. (laughs) Hell yeah, brother bear, pick a day. Well, all right. This just about does it for this episode, so. (laughs) We can't just keep doing this. I just want to keep talking. We can. We just have to stop recording. All right. Yeah, All right, let, check let us out on. About. Check rest us in out peace, on. Rest in peace, Bray Wyatt. Rest in, in peace, Terry Funk. Yes, R.I.P. Bray Wyatt. R.I.P. Terry Funk. Check us out on X and Instagram at Yahoo or at Yahoo.com at Heart Guy Media. And yeah, we got some stickers for people. So hit 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 us up, and maybe I'll send you a fucking sticker. Until then, see you next time.